Yo, what it is, what the deal was poppin' is your man, Dean Edwards, back in the building. Welcome to another episode of the Father Muckin' Protocol, brought to you by All Things Comedy. Uh, shout out to uh, everybody on All Things Comedy, all the other comics, Ian Edwards, all my people, uh, uh, Dean Del Rey, uh, who else, Big J Okerson, and, and, uh, and big shout out uh, um, to my man. Billy Burr, you know what? For this one moment, you're gonna hear me call call him Bill Burr because uh, he just did Madison Square Garden uh, this past weekend as part of the uh, New York Comedy Festival. And, you know, just want to say congrats to Bill and uh, I think Paul Verzi did it with him. He tours with him and uh, a couple other cats. So uh, big shout out to Bill. Congrats, man! That's, it gives us something to shoot for. Um, as always, you know. Y'all listening, whether it's on SoundCloud or iTunes, make sure you click that subscribe. Make sure you like. Make sure you comment. Uh, uh, shout out to... Who yeah, I thought, Was it Be Rich? <laughs> Somebody told me um, recently, they were like, man, yo, you need Mike or... Uh, you need you need Bessie or Mike. And I apologize because there have been a couple of... I'm not going to say haphazard episodes, but a little lackadaisical because a uh, brother's been hella busy but still wanted to get y'all these uh ebbs but anyway bigger than all that man we have we're, we're we're on the road coming to you live live and direct uh from from denver colorado uh rocking out some 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 awesome shows out here and uh i told y'all a couple weeks ago maybe recently i said you know what when it's time to bring my boy back on my 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 a spoon my whole slice, I got my man Harris Stanton, the road warrior himself, literally, <laughs> back here in the building, man. Harris, Harris, what's up, man? Welcome welcome back to the Father Mucker Protocol. Yeah, well, uh, thank you, man, for having me back here. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, we, we've, we've had, we actually done had some some good shows, man. We, we got here, it was cool because we got here, instead of getting here on Wednesday, we came out on Thursday. Uh, flew out Thursday, got here Thursday morning, which was nice. That's the, the one one thing I like about traveling uh, from from east towards the west coast is you still have a good amount of your day when you right. when you land because it's you know what about a four and a half hour trip, and we left. I think our flight left probably right around it's seven fifty nine. It said on the ticket, but we really took off probably eight thirty, and we got here. I think it was probably like ten thirty, eleven o'clock in the morning. So we still had a good amount of the day. Uh, to to you know to rest before the show and uh, when I tell y'all Harris, here's what Harris Harris is is featuring for me, but he's a headliner at this point. You know what I mean? And and, and what I love is I've I've seen him grow. Well, I just came for the weed. <laughs> he just Harris just came for the weed. I MC for the weed. Right, right. right. <laughs> I swept up garbage for the weed. Right, right. Yo, because weed weed is legal out here, and uh, it's good too. Yeah. Well, you know what? We we actually went to um, what was it? A dispensary. Mm-hmm. We went to a weed dispensary called. Damn, what was the name of that? Uh, Medicine Man. Medicine Man. We went, went to the weed distillery owned by the family owned. That's weird to even say that. It's a family owned weed distillery. Uh, yeah, like, you know? like, like, it's like a family owned car, drug like a car, Like a car dealership, yeah. you know. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, just real young, unassuming dude. He he was and like Pablo Escobar had a family owned yeah yeah coke, coke just, business. He did, that that ran the country, right. Colombia. But the difference is that sometimes he would have to kill his uncle and and <laughs> and everybody else around the uncle. Yeah. Big up if you, if y'all get a chance, check out this show. I just I, I think I told Harris about it called Narcos on uh, on Netflix. Um, have you have you found there's been any adjustment? Um, have you found yourself lightheaded or short of breath? Because no. we're 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 pretty high above sea level yeah. up here. I in found there. myself lightheaded and short of breath after I smoked that uh, blackberry cush. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so boom, so let's the so we go to the the dispensary and and, and what was her name? Uh, I don't high know. employee. She she like she was high Phil, on the job and it was fine. Phil, the manager of the improv, he uh he has a hookup someone that works there and he, you know I think he just he said he brought like Mike Epps and a couple other cats through there. He only brings you if he likes you, which was interesting because there's another comic I ain't gonna mention that feels like oh no nah, he got he got none of this. <laughs> Yeah, catch a cab to <laughs> So we go in and yo, it's actually is is it's quite interesting seeing uh 
all the 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 mechanisms involved with with uh the variety of weed that they had available. Harris Harris they even had weed you sniff like coke. Okay. Yeah, they crushed up. They had crushed up powdered weed, which look or or no, I don't care how much you love with. If, if I smoke weed, I ain't sniffing weed. Man, it just it just seems like weed, man. there's a point where you say, you know what, maybe... I man. might eat some weed, like gummy bears. They have some gummy bears. Well, you got the gummy bears. Yeah, I had one. That shit was whack. I, mean, I should have ate, should ate two. I mean, oh, I thought you were going to take a second one. I, I was, but I didn't know what that was going to do. So the one didn't do nothing. So out of fear... It was just a regular gummy bear. Oh, uh, okay. That, that, that tasted taste. kind of like wood. It tasted weedy. Weedy. <laughs> weedy bears. We, um, but but it was it was fun to go, and now you think you... um you, Did you smoke up all of your Blackberry? No, no. No, I'll probably give it somebody. Give it away. Yeah, yeah. Because it's here. Yeah. You know, now Now, do you think... They told us that people actually do go back home um, like the candy with the candy because I guess it's uh, it's it's so deep into the candy that it's hard to be detected. Um, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I would try it. Um, Harris was trying to yeah, get I'm me home. i try it. So if I don't make it back with Dane, call my mother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Harris been trying to get me uh, drunk or high... Probably for the last decade, we we go into the dispensary and this dude's like, "Hey, Dean, man, you know, just why don't you just have a, a cookie?" I was like, <laughs> I was like "Nah, I'm, I'm good, man." Like that's what what happens when you don't drink or smoke. Everybody's like, "Yo, we gonna try and get you to drink or smoke." I'm like, "Nah," and there's probably I ain't gonna lie. There's probably deep down there's probably a fear. Um, of me for for me like one of the reasons I won't do it now is because I'm like I feel like I'm too far gone. You might, that you scared you might end up on the streets with dirty <laughs> dirty, dirty br- briefs. <laughs> you know, junkie dogs have dirty. Bags, they always did. dirty boxes and shit on. Or hanging off on the outside their pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and just I, I'm like I done made it this long without it, so I don't see a benefit um benefit uh, to myself uh, to to indulge. Um, but I'm happy, happy y'all did. You had some, you you had some of the BlackBerry. Now, what would you say was the difference between the BlackBerry Kush that you had versus like just weed you might buy around the way in Brooklyn? Mm, potency was higher, and it's just a better quality. It's not like I don't know what that weed is in Brooklyn, but it's not. I don't always get bad weed in Brooklyn, but sometimes you smoke weed and you just get like lethargic and he- it's a heavy hot as opposed to like a light high. It's hard okay. to explain if you've never been high. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying for the, for yeah. people that that might be listening, right. that might might yeah, like might be ones. on the edge, like me, and saying, "Oh, you know what? I always if I go to Denver, maybe I will try." Like, what could what someone that's never smoked weed might say, "You know what? I'll go to Denver and I might go to Medicine Man right, right, right. and try that Blackberry Kush, but I I won't buy weed around." From only body because yeah. it smells like fruit. Right, right. But so you're saying, no, the standard. Uh, Variety or grain of weed that you've had before is a little heavier than that. You feel a little more, a little sleepier, a little more lethargic. Yeah. Where you just want to smoke it and chill and just mellow out. Right. With this one, you can, you know, smoke and still function. Still function and go hang out. Yeah. Do whatever you're gonna do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, shoot. Um. Hey, for for those of you who may want to indulge in the uh in the near future, you heard it here on the Father Mucker Protocol. I only, I only, I only really smoke weed, you know. So I could I beat my dick, okay? Because um, if it's extra, it's like more fantasy. Really? Yeah, I go into another world when I'm high, beating my dick. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like when I'm watching porn, it's like it's intense, man. I can't explain it, but the weed people know what I'm talking about. When you have sex high or eat high, everything's just better high. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I guess that's basically why a lot of people first you you feel good, and then you know you look at a movie, it's just for some reason we just make like that's like on um, half baked. Uh-huh. And, um, who was that? Uh, talking to Dave Chappelle. Who was up on half baked when he was selling uh, some weed? He said, "Yo, you ever, um, you ever smoke Brewer? Yeah, no, um, John Stewart. Okay. He was like, "Yo, you ever?" You I ever, forgot John Stewart. Was in yeah, that movie. briefly. Damn. He was like, "Yo, you ever, you ever um, watch a, a movie while high?" He's like, "Yeah, of course you did." And it just kept getting sillier and sillier. Uh-huh. He said, "You ever see the back of a quarter on the weed?" <laughs> <laughs> like, just kept getting silly, but that's kind of basically. What it just saying. enhances. Yeah, like food touch. The natural experience. Did oh, did you, did you finally eat that brownie? Mm-hmm. Now on a side note, y'all. So boom, I knew I knew Harris was uh was gonna be getting high, and or you know getting his blackberry cushion or whatever cushion he was gonna get. So 
I don't know if any of y'all ever been there, but y'all need to go try it. Like 7-Eleven, right? Mm-hmm. Nationwide, they have these brownies that they sell up near the register. Don't get the pack with the little uh, round ones. You got to get just, it's a one one per pack brownie, and these brownies are, are, are just are wonderful. They're delicious. And I when we first got here, we stopped at a 7-Eleven, so I said to... Uh, I said to Big Phil, who was driving us around, I said, you know what, I'm going to grab this brownie. So I grabbed the brownie for myself and for Harris. I gave it to Harris, and then Phil heard me talking later. He was like, he was like, yeah, what's, what's, what's up with those brownies? I think when we were at Bar Louie. And I said, yo, yo, these, these, these are the truth. Son hit me later on when we got to the club that night. He was like, yo, I just had to tell you. You were right. Them brownies are banging. Did, so did you finally... Yeah, I ate some of it. It was good. Did you eat it? I, I wanted you to eat it after. Look, I, I don't smoke weed, but I'm trying to enhance his experience. Did you Did you taste one after you smoke weed? No. Ah. Uh, yeah. I just wanted to see if you if you could... I forgot it was sitting, different. sitting up there. But when I, I, I tasted it, it was really good, man. It's yeah, it's a good probably brownie. Probably the best brownie you can get that you don't bake yourself. Right, right. That joint then. I usually don't like to eat like street brownies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I'm, the same, way. Thing, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I don't usually fuck with the street brownies. Nah, you know. I like to bake my shit. Yeah. No, well, there's certain things that you gonna. There's certain my things at home are better. Icing on it though. I like icing. Like, really? Get a little thin layer of icing. On oh, it. see, I'm just the opposite. I'm, I'm, with with brownies and carrot cake. I find stores always put icing, especially on carrot cake. And I grew up. The carrot cake I grew up on, my mom's used to make, and she still does on occasion. I think she lost the recipe. But to me, I'm a purist. So if it's good, you don't need to add anything extra. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah and and, and so right. I, I, t- I take them in that way. But you, I like a brownie with the little chocolate chips in it, too. I like, yeah. Now, those, those are, we sound, we Fresh. sound. Like a couple fat motherfuckers. We said, <laughs> what was it, Mike Epps' joke? Man, I'm drinking, got new. <laughs> you heard OCK came out with a, with a new. Twinkie is a, a Twinkie bad is a bad motherfucker. You bite into it, cream filling, spurt <laughs> off all in your mouth. <laughs> big up to Mike Epps. Yeah, big up Epps, man. We were supposed to. You got to say that because motherfuckers be like, you stealing. I'm yeah, like, no. right. The, the, right. Uh, Mike Epps is a quotable. And to all you motherfuckers out there on Amy Schumer, those aren't her jokes to steal. All right, I was going to ask Patrice you. jokes to steal. Right. They were stock jokes. Right. And, and you can't you, steal shit that's already that's stock. Well, do you feel like... It's, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask you. Be, being that, Harris, you toured with Patrice um, for, for a couple of, for many years, actually. Um, do you feel... Like, when that happens, that happens in the industry... In, not the industry, because it wasn't the industry that was tripping. It was the blogs. It was... It was yeah. It was the fans of... Motherfuckers of, be looking for a reason to talk about a motherfucker. But if you give them one... I mean, I don't agree with necessarily ending her show with, 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 with those. Right, right. You know, especially when somebody as high profile as Patrice O'Neill had did that. Right. I didn't think that was a good decision. But she didn't steal anything. Right, right. You know. Right. But, you know, she gave somebody something to talk about, and that's what they did. So you're saying, like, when you finally do your, your HBO special, Comedy Central special, you feel like... You know, you want to not only put out the best, but you want to end. You start strong because like I was. That's like a second or third special, though. Say again. That's like a second or third special, though. Okay, no. So, but so you think that that affects because it's her third special that is is okay to end? Not that there's really was, okay or not okay. I mean, but would you three specials in? Would you would you say all right? Well, I can someone relax. So high profile has done that. Already, right. Right. You know? I ain't you know ain't nothing wrong with doing it like maybe on a roll. Nobody right. Know, but. You know, you got, you, you got that's something the world's gonna see. It's right. not like one performance, like us here in Denver. Right, right, right. I right. go on the night and do Mike Evans' whole act, and nobody would know because right. nobody's here. Right. But you know, people in the audience. Joe Button's might here. Know. Yeah, Joe Button's here. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, but you know, that's her her life, her right, choice, right, right, so, right. You know, but she didn't steal anything. Well, I just I I also found it uh, only the choice to do it at the end of her act, like Patrice did. But right. I don't know, right. You know. I do a lot of stuff that other people do, but I do it my own way. Right. But then again, I don't. I'm not telling stock jokes. <laughs> right. Right. No. Um. Because uh, you know, everyone. What I what I found interesting about that occurring, and for those that don't uh, know, uh, if we didn't clarify it for you, so Amy Schumer just had her first HBO special, but it was like her third comedy special, stand up uh, special. Second or third. Um. Yeah, I think it was her third, and. Uh, and she she did her entire set, and then at the end of the set, she ended with uh, with stock jokes 
based on uh, like sex, college college sex sex positions, like sex positions, sex positions, like you know, like the Houdini. Which, which, <laughs> which, which, I don't know it, that she one. She named it something else. You know it, right? It's which what, which one's the Houdini? It's where, it's where you fucking the girl from the back, uh-huh. and then um, your friend comes out the closet, okay, and and and, and comes Tap, in, taps, ta- in. Ta- taps you out, and then you come in and start fucking, and then you go outside and wave at your girl through the window. <laughs> called the Houdini. <laughs> Immature. Um, and the Spider Man, where you, you I know I've heard the Spider Man come on your hand and flick it in her face like Spider Man. Right. It's just misogynistic shit. Right. You know? Right. And uh, and Patrice O'Neill, God bless the dead, our, our buddy Patrice. Patrice did. Patrice was fascinated by because uh, he 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 would hear college kids, if I'm not mistaken, he would hear college cats talk about it, so he would discuss it right. in the midst of his act. And I guess when Amy did that at the end of her show, people felt like she, people that weren't in the know, people that don't right, know right. comedy, don't know stand up, right. um, like exactly. that. They felt like she stole. They felt like she stole. But that's what they get from for the rushing to fucking talk about about somebody. They, right, they, they right. Know what the hell they talking about? Well, people do that nowadays yeah. with with social media. You know, I think people are people are everybody's quick to get behind something without knowing the facts. Right. You right, know, right. everybody's like you were saying yesterday, like I Harry. I Rochester and I went to the radio station and uh guy was like, We're gonna talk about Amy Schumer. I said, Well, we can talk about it, but first of all, she ain't still nothing. I know right. what you're talking about. Right. At the point I thought he was talking about some other joke. I'm like, right. talking about another joke? He's like, right. nah, at the end. I'm like, Oh yeah, he didn't she didn't steal anything. Right. Right. Well, you know, um, th- this weekend we were discussing, you know, because of the tragedy in 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 Paris, that you had interest in, you had an interesting uh, point of view with regards to Facebook's <laughs> Facebook's idea of of utilizing the color like Fr- Francis, uh, the colors of Fr- the French flag, and people saying, and in a in a way to support. But the uh, movement, them. right? You're not right. supporting them. You're, you're supporting just, Facebook. You just you're supporting Facebook. Yeah, right. you're just putting colors on. You know, you want to really support when you at the end of the week when you get your check. Why don't you send some money out there to the victims? Right. That's right. support. Right. Yeah. Not changing your face. Look at me. I my my face is a rainbow today, <laughs> like everybody else's. <laughs> Well, that goes back to everybody. That's why everybody you get on Facebook and you become a follower. Um, and and I know there are people out there that are going to listen to this because you saw a post on my How Facebook many page. How people listen to your podcast? Huh? Man? I mean, listen. To you. Oh, we average a couple hundred per mm-hmm. per uh, episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but like my, I the color thing didn't even bother me so much. To me, no, I didn't mind. What yeah, it, right. Whatever what they did, yeah. it was just the idea. Of right. Is is horseshit. Right. Um, what what. And this goes back to I think I told you about, and I've probably said it on here before on the podcast. What what is well, what comes like, off disingenuous, I guess, right, right. is when people make it about themselves. So both on Facebook and even on Instagram, um, with with, with, with pray for peace, we here. all we all have a uh, a moment of clarity where you're like, damn, that's tragic, and. It's always odd to me, and it comes off disingenuous when people hey, like. Wait, hold on. When people people rush. Oh, here I gotta find just the right picture. Right, right. Of me on vacation in France in front of the Eiffel Tower, and so it 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 uh to me it's contrary to what you if if you're mourning in here we're praying for peace. I don't need to see a rainbow picture of you in front of the Eiffel Tower smiling. It, you know, hey, it, it it it's confusing. At first, when I saw, I thought everybody had turned gay. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's like niggas with the Trayvon Martin shit. Niggas putting up the hoodies and shit. Uh-huh. But it'd be some dudes who who had the Trayvon Martin hoodie on their Facebook, and they killed a nigga before. They <laughs> 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 shot five niggas that got right. the Trayvon Martin hoodie on, right, right. on his Facebook page. With their hands up, don't shoot. Yeah, don't shoot. So shoot. Nigga, you don't shoot. <laughs> Oh, I, I hate yeah. people that put up pictures of themselves in the oh, hospital. Oh, this, this one, this, and, and, because that's a dumb Some thing. stuff is for your family and friends only. You have to show, you're never going to be famous. No one cares if you're in the hospital. Right. You're just a bad reality show without the fame and money. <laughs> 
Look at me again. I'm coming out the hospital in <laughs> a wheelchair. Fuck you. Well, but you 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 made a good point. Also, you said uh, a woman, an older woman, said you uh, back in the days like you were coming back from actually a gig in Rochester. I yeah, think you yeah. Said, and you were on the train. And well, you tell the story. Yeah, I was on. I, I was. I was waiting for the train. It's an old Jamaican lady, man. Very successful. Kids are very successful. And I just, when well, we from the old school, I think Dean is too. Yeah. Like, some shit is sacred, man. Like, some shit I ain't want you to see. You would never see me on Facebook in the hospital. Right. Let somebody fucking take a picture and, right. and then put it up there. Right. You'll find out, nigga, if you're close to me after right. the fact. But, you know, you ain't gonna never see me sweating on Facebook. All happy shit. Right. Me taking pictures with all the celebrity friends I know and uh, me having a good time with my comedy career. Right. That's all you're gonna see. Right. Because the, the woman said, says to him and after the tip of my a- dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just wanted to say that. The woman said to you, she said, never let, let and it's an old let, phrase, never let, let nobody, them see you sweat. I won't nobody you ain't gonna see the chinks in my armor. Right, right. You gotta be close to me to see that shit. So Yeah, you don't want you don't want people to know your kryptonite, man. You don't want people to know your kryptonite. Because unfortunately, if 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 the limit on on uh Facebook is five thousand, yeah, you might know a couple hundred you might have, say like 30 of those people, your real close friends, and then say another 70, another 100 people that you're cool, your cool, real close yeah. acquaintances, and then everybody else is is a fan of your work, yeah. a supporter. They're gonna be they're gonna be a couple people in there that that ain't that that are just the opposite. That they're not your enemy, but they don't like you, but yeah. they want to keep keep eyes on you. They're glad to see you sick. In the exactly, hospital. exactly. So, cause I remember a couple uh, a comic had passed away. Dang, there was a comic passed away uh, in Atlanta. I, I don't know his name, but I know like uh, like Smokey uh, um, or set it off, Chris, uh, Chris, and and um, a couple of the cats. I saw them. They went to visit him in the hospital, and I remember seeing the pictures on uh, on Facebook and brought my brought my day down, man. You know, I was like, I want to see see a comic, and that's not to you know take that's that's not saying that. I, I don't feel for him. Right. I felt for him, but that's why um, it messed, messed and I, up. I always have a hard time liking some tragic oh, shit. Oh, dude, that's... Like, the, I never like it. Yeah, I, I skip over You want over me to like your, your your sorrow? Yeah. Here, two thumbs up. Hope right, you right. Come out like, As I've always said, they need they need a couple more bo- buttons on Facebook, yeah. like like the hands hands in a hey, what are you going to do position, right, right, you know? Right, right, like, I saw one girl put her dying grandmother on Come on, Facebook. man. And I don't, and it was a video. <laughs> yeah, like and I don't even think she knew she was being videoed. I'm like, you you taking advantage of it? Oh my god! But just, everything just so you can get some. Yeah, everything. Everybody wants that like, man. Every whether it's on, on get a skill set exactly, and then you then people will like you. Exactly. Get a skill set. You ever see somebody? You ever see somebody post a picture? And it doesn't get a bunch of light. Like you, you could tell they they thought it was going like be that be that social media fire. It doesn't get likes, and suddenly it disappears. Right, right. Because they are like, oh, this ain't this ain't hit the way I hoped it would. Right. This ain't make the splash that I thought it would. I'm like, man, you you put it because I know I post up on some like while we were here. Let, as a matter of fact, let me let me open up um open up the Instagram like when when we first. We left on Thursday morning, so here's what happened. So Harris, uh, he he had the car service was come. Jim was coming to scoop you, right, right. and he was like, you know what? Why don't you meet or one of his drivers? Right, right. <laughs> so uh, Harris was like, yo, you know, you want to just meet me over at my house at six thirty? Now our flight was seven fifty nine, and in order for me to get to your house at six thirty, I was like, well, shoot, I could, I'll have to catch a cab into Bedstuy. And at that point, I was like, well, if I'm leaving my house at, you know, 5, 50, 6 o'clock, I might as well just go straight, you know what right. I mean? As opposed to waking up a little early to get there for you to, to get right. to your house and then and have another on car. How cheap or like Mark. Mark would have just took the cab over Mark, Mark, no. Mark would have taken a train to your house somehow. Right. Mark would have woke up at 3 a.m. It's all about you want to save $10, $20. Right, right. And I was like, you know what? I'll just, let me just go straight to the uh, airport. So I get to the airport at about, I got there like 620, 625 or so. Ain't no traffic at that hour. Um, check in. And I'm like, all right, here, I'll wait for Harris, see, see what time he gets here. So time passes. And I said, I ain't going to bug him and keep like, yo, where you where you at? Text, yo, come on, you know, because I trust that you know what time the flight right. is and you'll make it. Um, so you you got there at about, well, you got to the gate at like 7.20, 7.25. Right. So I had gotten, 
I got bumped up to first class, right? And Harris, you know, I don't think I've said it on stage before and even maybe on here. Harris doesn't like flying. Um, he has this, uh, you've gotten better over the years where you don't jump as much. Uh, it depends on how. Depends on how bad the turbulence and the takeoff, takeoff is. Yeah. But especially it's during that takeoff. Yeah. like. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I remember back even when we would take off, even if it wasn't smooth, there was still, you could see your your nails sort of digging into yeah, a brother. I'm still, yeah, I'm still like that. Bro. Yeah, okay. I'm still a little bit better. You yeah, like I think I think last time we we flew together, you were a little better. So I got upgraded, and uh, and I'm I didn't put the picture up on some here. I'm gonna get some lights. Like the first picture I put was well, look, I said, well, look who finally decided to show up, right? And that's me as Harris literally walked up. So then the next picture I posted, it might have been the next day. Was because uh, Harris was going when when I was sitting in first class, <laughs> and Harris was walking by, and he had this look on his face like the kid that got picked last uh, on the dodgeball team, <laughs> and to the point where these people that were walking by with this one lady, she says, "Well, how come he? How come you get to sit up here, and and he has to go in the back?" So it was it was uh, all in fun. Cause I think as especially as comics, we post to to also just on some it's funny to us. Right, right, right. Like we post like Jason Andor's just posted a picture of of Bill Cosby. <laughs> he posted a picture of Bill Cosby. Ronda Rousey just fought uh, tonight. He posted a picture of Bill Cosby. Y'all probably see this since then. As a picture of Cosby and the caption says, Ronda Rousey lost. <laughs> right, no, Ronda Rousey got knocked out. Yeah. And so it's just it's funny. So we post things for funny. Um, if the likes come, that's fine. Cause cause you, I ain't gonna front. It's nice to see that a, a bunch of people that you know, whether it's in Cali to Dubai, are still rocking with you. The same way with the podcast. I like knowing that people all over the world are listening in different areas I go. But I I'm not posting like all right here. We're gonna get the maximum uh, a number of likes. Uh, for this post versus the last post, you post it and you just you you put it out there into the uh, into the nerd world. I think what's happened with social media is everybody wants to be celebrity, everybody wants to be famous, as opposed to just being a, themselves. You get a fucking skill, set but you but you need to skill do it set. well <laughs> and, and 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 work on your craft and, and exactly. do it well. You know, speak, speaking of which, what do you think? Over time, because you've now, you've been a comic, what, 16 years? since I lost count already, man. 99 or so. Um, what would you say, you know, in your opinion, what's one of the major changes in, in you know, general protocol ver now versus when you first started? Uh, shit, man. A lot. Like, no, I mean, whichever. You can just um, go through a bunch. Now people... They 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 get their websites and they uh, Facebook and Instagram shit together before they get their jokes together. You mm -hmm. know, uh, and then they wanna they wanna. Well, this is what I really hate is when they try to ask you for your connects for your your business your your because we're uh, private contractors. Okay. So they go, oh, well, well, who's booking that? Mm -hmm. Well, I go, so you you forcing me to go. Well, I think you're funny. No, I, I might not think you're funny. Right, right. And I'm not going to put my name online right. and go, hey, look at this guy. This guy, you know, this guy's not funny. Been doing comedy three years. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not ready to do that. Right. Because, you know, you, so people asking for your numbers and stuff like that. People walk up. People, like when I first came up, it, 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 I didn't, it, didn't, it didn't cross my mind to ask for Mike Epps' number. Right. <laughs> right. Hey, Mike, can I get your phone number? Right. If we can go have coffee tomorrow? <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> You build relationships by seeing people and talking to them over and over and right. over again. But a lot of these young comics, they, they try to force themselves on you. With, uh, I remember one time I was in, uh, I, was, I was working and I was headlining in Miami, mm. and like two young comics just bust in the dressing room. Here's my card. Here's my uh, my manager's card. You want to do my podcast? Yeah, right. you do my podcast. Right. I'm like, nigga, no. I'm and I'm, I'm as soon as you walk out of here, I'm gonna tear your card up and throw it in the garbage. Right. <laughs> So so, does that make you when when a new jack comes up uh, like super aggressive? Like you can do something for him. I can't. Yeah, I barely do something for myself. Shit. Does that make does does that make you uncomfortable that you now have to shoot them down? Yeah, well, it makes me a little uncomfortable. A little yeah, but uncomfortable. I don't have no problem doing it. Right. No. Uh, you do what it's you got to do. You do what you must. Yeah. 
You know, if if you gotta get people, I've I've said before, people, from people that have been out for a long time, no, will know you're on the road with me. No, you and I are on the road. Harris, my road. Harris is who, uh, until Harris decides that you know what, I just want to focus on on headline, getting my headline weight up. Anyone listening should know Harris Stanton is my road dog. And he's who I want to bring on the road. And if not him, then then Mark Thebold and so forth. Because you want to bring the people on the road That's with you true. that you're friends with. Right, right. And and if 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 I if I'm going on the road, I want somebody that I know, um, that I'm comfortable with, that I want to hang out with. But more importantly, to the show, uh, is going to be a compliment to to what we do on the road. Like this woman said to us, we we were standing last night after. After our show, uh, was that the second show? That was the first, first show. show first it was the show. first show, Saturday night. Um, damn, they're sold out. Older woman, right? It was an older woman. She she came up. We're both standing there. Harris is uh, selling his, uh, his his DVDs. Uh, um, I didn't have my T-shirt. No one ever buys. <laughs> that people... Now, you know, I think <laughs> when you headline, people are more inclined to buy your They shit are. They are. Than when you feature. I mean, I... I, I I gotta get the little thing where you do the credit card thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's uh, yeah. I have that on that app. There's an app for that. S Square. Um, oh, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, cool. Well, what happens? They, they, you, you. Uh, I don't even think it costs. You just you download the app and then they actually send you this little this little cube, this oh, little square cool. that you plug into your headphone jack. And it's you, people can swipe their credit right. cards on. The trick I with that about, though, I missed about thirty thirty to sixty dollars. Just, just on not having the credit card app thing. Yeah, because well, the 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 only the only problem that might arise is if you're in a club that's underground, like the mm, DC Improv. Yeah. I remember I had my my S square, and I just wound up having people go to the box office and swipe and get the receipt because yeah. the signal, um, the wife, the phone, cell phone signal. Wasn't uh, strong down there. I like to sell some, you know, some DVDs so I can put it in the strippers' G string. Right. <laughs> well, but so what the woman said as she's walking out, um, she comes up to me and, and well, and that doesn't always happen where they they give the headliner dap and the feature dap, right? But she gave both of those daps. She said, "Oh, you were so funny." And then she sees how she was like, "And you were just as funny," and, and which I was fine with. And then on top of that, she said, "You know what was great about you guys? You both were funny, but so different, right, right, you know." Right. And that's what I like when you know when 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 you put together a show, you know, the same way like I, like I'm not familiar with Paul Verzi's um, set, mm-hmm. but if Billy's doing doing yeah, if Billy's doing uh, Madison Square Garden. He he wants he's bringing Verzi on a because that's his friend, mm-hmm. but b because he's gonna do a a strong job, right. make him work harder, make you sign. Like I can't stand when comics wanna want somebody that's gonna do just enough, right, right, to make them look better. You know, I right, want right. I want I want somebody that's gonna light that fire under me and rock, say you can rock, man. Yeah, man. rock out. Like like exactly. a lot of headliners will be like, yeah, you know what? Don't do this joke. Don't do that joke because that's what I'm gonna do. Hey, man, if if you got a joke about something and I got a joke about uh, made a best man's as long joke, as, it, as long as it's two different points of views, I don't see the problem. Exactly. You know. Exactly. So um, yeah, I I thought that was uh, I I thought that was real nice. That made me feel good that I had you on the road with me and that she was able to share that uh, that news. Uh, you know, with both of us to to because that kind that's what makes it worth it for me. You know, like of course, obviously the the immediate laughter in the moment, but then afterwards, you know, someone right. saying, "Hey, like a couple people said to me, hey man, I saw you in January, man, and and you you did it again." You know, and that's you like hearing that because because also you're like, all right, I know I changed up my jokes enough that you didn't. Right. I I never want somebody walking out of a club like. Yeah, man, right. did the same thing. Yeah, especially when you go back to a club twice a year. You know? Right, right. Because, yeah, this has only been, what, uh, 10 months since I was here. Really, nine nine months because I was here at the end of uh, at the end of the year. If you go back, let's say, if you give yourself over a year, there might have been a couple jokes they might have forgotten that you could get right. away with, too. So right. A lot of people like to hear some of the same jokes. Man. You have your greatest hits. Yeah. You know, like Denzel is a greatest hit. I'm a hit. comic, and I used to go to comedy clubs waiting to hear certain jokes. So. Right. Right, no, I, I, I know going on the road. There's certain things that uh, that people are anxious to hear and that people are anxious to see. So to me, I'm like, all right, let me get through what I want, what I want to do, and then I'll I'll hit what I have to do to appease the uh, the the audience. You know, right. we were we were talking about uh, you know, it's funny the Ronda Rousey fight was uh, <laughs> she got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> 
<laughs> nah, oh, yo. man, I was so mad when she got knocked. I love Ronda Rousey. I got a crush on her. I like tough women. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, man, she's beautiful, man. I wonder, I wonder if anybody took care of her after the knockout. Like if she had a boyfriend? Yeah, like somebody. Like she went home on the couch and he had a little ice pack and... You know, put the ice pack on her head and put your thing finger popper uh, while you got the ice pack on her head. I don't think, I don't think, I think she, she looked like she was in a bed with like her head just hanging down after the yeah. fight. She looked, she looked like after that fight, nobody should be near her because they might catch a roundhouse to the face. I don't think, well, I don't think she want nobody to hit her back. That's all this was sore. Yeah. <laughs> all this face was sore. I think she had enough of fighting for the night. Yeah, true. She got, she got it. Yeah, yeah, she got smashed. I was watching. Uh, I was watching some more clips of the fight. Um, Floyd Mayweather still undefeated. By yeah, <laughs> keep that in mind, Ronda. You know, talk a little. But you, you know what? That actually is funny. You said watching her get knocked out reinforces how great of a fi- of a boxer of a champion Floyd Mayweather was, man. Because to go undefeated your whole career. Um, I, that's, and, that's, and, that's, that's that's almost like it's impossible. Then impossible. It's impossible. It, well. It's not impossible if you quit and you undefeated, but you know if Floyd keeps fighting, eventually someone's gonna right. beat him. Right. Because that's just the way it works. Right. But you know Floyd's his skill set is just so much better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Man. So he makes world class fighters look like regular people. Yeah. No. And, and but that that shows like he might not knock you out, but he will tap you to death. It, Floyd Floyd being undefeated is almost like he 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 beat the odds because statistically. You are like you said. You are gonna lose. Eventually. He's always been. You know what? He's always been focused. He always been like he's. He, he works really hard. Is on that superior on work ethic? So you got yeah. guys that that got. You even got guys that got defeated. Some great champions that got defeated. Maybe because they weren't as focused as for. Like, well, like, like Tyson. Like when Tyson lost the Buster Douglas fight. Like, yeah. He could have beat. He knocked Buster Douglas down three times in that fight. Right. Like two or three times right. in that fight. Yeah. He could have won if he would have right. focused as Floyd. Right. Easy. But he had the Jerry. He had a little fry in his. Yeah, in his. I, re- I remember as a as right a. Right on Somebody gonna beat you. Right, I, re- I remember being a big, uh, I was a big Tyson fan, man, and I remember the night of that fight, I remember seeing him, I was like, and when I, when I, when he came out with, with the little S curl in his, in his when he came out with the S curl, I was like, mm, I said, oh, why he's why he shiny, you know what I mean, he might look shiny now, you know, instead of just looking like a gladiator in the all black, he was, gl- he was glistening. You glisten too much. I was like, yeah. So when I think he could have had a Jerry curl and just go T, I would have been scared of him. Yeah. Oh, oh. I didn't say I was. <laughs> I was ready to approach him. I, I remember seeing Tyson. Remember and, uh, when he was looking at that, man, that dude's face? He had like his mouthpiece and his mouth moving from left to right. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mike. <laughs> yo, Mike used to be. A, but here's what's funny. Tyson. Tyson was 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 scary when he stared you down. But to me. It was even worse when he didn't make eye contact. Like when he fought uh, Michael Spinks, like the, with with the what was that the ninety one second fight that that really cemented his legacy. He didn't look Spinks in the eye. He was he was looking down. He was like he he did he didn't make that eye contact. I remember saying I said oh, I don't know. I don't know, Mike. Like, cause Spinks probably trying to look at him. I was like, son, it's not working. Spinks looks scared on he the looks, way to the ring. He looks shook. on the way to the ring. He looks scared. <laughs> like, Let's see, this is it. <laughs> Shit, a lot of people out here. Whew. This is gonna be embarrassing. But how much I'm getting paid? Okay, right. Okay. Speaking, of, speaking of beating the eyes. Yeah, look. For those that don't know, y'all, you know, obviously, if you listen to this podcast, you should know that um, you know Harris was was involved in this uh, tragic, uh, you know, uh, truck accident with with Walmart that involved Tracy Morgan, Artie Fuqua, and uh, and our, our, our lost buddy uh, Uncle Jimmy Mack. Um, how how you feel, bro? Like now that because now you're back, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and and it's it's nice to see. Your uh your your comfort back on stage. I know the first because we did what did we do? We did Gotham, mm-hmm. right? We did Gotham in the uh, in the early summer, and I remember you know after your first couple of sets, you're like, yeah, you know, still trying to find sort of my my rhythm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, versus now, I, and even on on uh, our first show Thursday, I could see you still kind of searching, right, but right. you've been getting back on stage more more consistently, more regularly. Mm-hmm. By the t- by the time Friday night came, because um, you know what, when, when it comes to like, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn, but when it comes to my act, there's a lot of little mechanisms going on in my mm-hmm. head. You know, from facial expressions to just the way your eye movement, right? Little things, man, all enhance right. your act, and right? And your and your, your jokes. 
you know, from me, just your tone of voice, mm. all those things, you know, play a factor in getting that big laugh. Right, right. You know, you can say something like, like you, you, you take a guy like Talent who's naturally funny, mm. he'll say something and you'll laugh. It's and just the same, comedy. And the same motherfucker say the same thing he said. Right. And it ain't as funny. Because right. Because this, ta- like the way he said it, his tone of voice, how he said it, mm-hmm. the timing when he said it, like all that matters. So, when all those things line up, and it comes and goes right now, but mm-hmm. uh, all those things line up, you know what you know what I'm talking about. I, I totally understand yeah. I, because, I, like I said, it I ain't can, just the jokes, to, you right? Know. It's 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 uh. That's why people say, "Tell me a joke out in the street." Oh, I'm like, dude, it's, that's that's so it's irritating. Not, it's not it's not it's not the same. Can't stand when people say that to me. And, and here's here's why, you know, for for anyone that's that might hear this and say, "Well, wow, I y'all getting annoyed that somebody's asking you." The the rationale being it's there's there's more the trick with what we do is we make it look easy, but like Harris just said, and you kind of feel like a court jester, like ping, make me laugh, yeah, make, or off with his head, amuse me, yeah, like right. fuck you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Come to the show, pay some money, right? I go right. on YouTube and be cheap, right? You know, I, I, there there's a lot that goes into you know what what we do on stage. I'm not and I'm not saying I don't want anybody like. Like think that I'm trying to make stand-up comedy more than what it is, but there is there's it's not just about going on stage and and telling jokes. It's about uh, a state of mind, a, 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 a sort of a, you have to have yourself in a in a certain space or a, a space where you're relaxed. The same way any great singer, whether it's uh, Adele or big up with Joe Button coming out to the show tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh he just texted you. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we ran into Joe Button down, uh, that's what's funny, because we were sitting down, we were having lunch in the, uh, in the Renaissance Hotel, and, uh, and they actually had a decent cheesesteak, so Harris gets up, uh, and walks away, and I look over, and you know, anytime you're the only black person in the space, and you see another black person, you, you go to give that nod, so I see this dude, he looks at me, I look at him, I'm like, hey, what's up, I turn my head, and I'm like, wait, that was, that was, uh, that was Joey Button's. So he turned again. I was like, "Buttons, what up, man?" And he said, "What's up?" And then Harris and Harris went over, and and when he got back, I was like, "I said to Harris, I said, yo, I said uh, Joe Buttons over there." Harris, this is the difference between being from from South Carolina and New York. New York is always on some shoot. I mean, I, mean, I, ain't, I ain't I ain't sweating him. I ain't going up in his face. But Harris and I appreciate that because because he's coming to our show. Harris went went and he went and started talking to him and yeah. brought up a time where he almost beat up Kurt Metzger at Stanford. <laughs> yeah, Kurt, you remember that Kurt? Was <laughs> <laughs> on Joe Button. <laughs> Get Joe Buttons on uh on your on race wars. Tyler had to try to defuse the situation. Yeah, no, that's that was and then you said Buttons remembered it too. Yeah, right? remember that's it. that's what's funny. So it, they had beef. Right, right. But um, oh, even so, even with uh, say Joe Joe Buttons, he's doing the show in uh Denver that they're preparing for a snowstorm. That's gonna affect his performance because because mentally, before you go on, you're like, all right, boom, I want to I want to be on one accord with this audience. But damn, the numbers might be smaller because the audience ain't gonna be here the way that I'm I'm expecting them to be here. That all affects it. So the same way you wouldn't walk up to him, hey yo, hey yo, Buttons, spit, spit. Spit a hot sixteen. Like, I'm, I'm eating lunch. You know, niggas don't walk up to hardcore rappers. That's true too. Spit a hot fifteen. How about that's I spit true too. Punches in your face. Nigga. That's a, that, so you think that uh, that people are quicker to to approach comics because yeah, because we're clowns. Yeah. They think we're clowns, yeah. jesters and shit. You know, sometimes they think we can't fight. You right, know, like right. we won't defend ourselves and right. shit like that. Right. Like when motherfuckers come on stage, right. which is a dumb move. That microphone is really it's hard. hard. It's hard. And it's, if you're bigger than me, you gonna get hit with it. <laughs> or the mic stand. Yeah, exactly. You I saw, that's what I always think. I always think, you know what? Even if I don't have like the mic, might not get you. But this mic stand, the bottom of the mic stand weighs a good like ten pounds. You know, without the yeah. long piece. So, um, and speaking of which, I actually my. Uh, my former roommate uh, was actually in town uh, in Denver, and he, he hit me up, and, and it was weird. It was weird because I, I probably mentioned it on a previous episode of Mucking uh, Protocol. My for, former roommate robbed me, right? Um, and I held, I held that that the weight of that for damn a good. It happened in '96, so I, I had I had this weight. Of man, you know, I, I hope not to see this dude because I was that angry because it's it's you know this is a breach of trust, 
And uh, we we saw each other. He came in the Boston Comedy Club, and I want to say 2003, 2004 around. I think Harris was there, Greer, Tony Woods. Mark and Todd were at, at, at the cellar, I think, that night. They weren't there. And uh, he walked in, and, like, just, you know, you know, seven, eight years of emotion bubbled up. And we got into a shouting match, and I was ready to see him and, like, have a fight out. Like, we were ready to fight outside. But then he, he, you know, as a man, he said, hey, man, you know what? I realized over time that was real grimy what I did. And, uh, you know, I came to to ask for forgiveness and apology. And and somebody humbles themselves. And plus, I'm surrounded. <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to stay mad at motherfuckers and say, yo, I've turned my life over to Jesus. Right. I'm not that person anymore. Right. Well, I want to. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Man. So I so I forgave him, and and so when uh when I when I posted that uh that we Harris and I posted the poster that we were coming out here, uh son hit me I think on Facebook and was like yo I'm being Denver and his 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 son actually plays for a uh, Denver Broncos practice squad so he's out here but on top of that he was supposed to be on uh the shows with Tommy Davidson this weekend which is who who I wound up replacing, um, so it, it, you know it was he came through and he even he asked he said. Hey man, did you uh you really forgave me? Cause I still feel like everything I do, um, is karmically that doesn't go right. I always feel like it's it's because I did he you wrong. Me yeah, he said that to me uh, on uh Friday night, and I uh, I think you had just taken the stage, Harris. And I said to him, I said, Hey man, I I, I said when when you 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 asked me for forgiveness back uh you know what 11, 11, 12 years ago. I said I forgave you. I kept the move. I said up until I said up until that That's that day, you were a sucker. I yeah. said I said I stopped calling you by your name. Once you apologized to me and I forgave you, you became Sean again. You know what I mean? Right. And so uh, and so he actually uh, did. Uh, he did guest spots. Yeah, yeah. That's ex that's exactly what that is. But um, no, nah, I, I forgave the brother. Um, but back back to take me back because you know people obviously want to know, but you tell me what. What you don't feel comfortable with with regards to your accident because I have you on here, it it happened. You, I always remember what I remember most about that night, aside from your wife calling me, was when you finally hit me back from the hospital, uh, the night at the, or the morning, the morning after. You sounded fine. I actually didn't realize anything else had. I thought everybody was okay because you yeah. you, you almost you were I won't say you were excited. I think you were just kind of like, oh man, yeah, accident happened, and uh, he was like, you. I think you had what broke your wrist. Yeah, you broke his wrist, and um, and but you were the only one that was awake through the whole thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, when did you realize that it was that that the accident uh was worse than than what you had initially realized it um. it to be. When I was coming from the hospital, mm -hmm. I heard that Jimmy Mack died, and um, you know, and everybody was uh, in surgery and struggling to hang on to life. Mm -hmm. So you didn't even know until you're headed back to Brooklyn. Yeah, <clears throat> patched up. You're thinking the the whole the whole night to morning. You're like, all right, well, you know, I'm hurt, but I'm okay. So I, you're thinking yeah, I had everybody to take myself else. out of the hospital because my enemies knew I was there. My enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Like Tupac. Yes. I was, hold on, you saw my face. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't I didn't want well, my enemies to know what, what spot I was in. You know, man, you yeah, know, keep it moving. Yeah, keep it moving. No, I'm just playing. No. Um Yeah, uh I found out how bad it was, you know. Right. It was, it was just hope just praying for everybody. That was it. But then then something something else happened, being that you were the only one that went home, then the media. Oh yeah, man! I was just started. the most famous guy in New York. That right for forty eight hours. Right, I had every media outlet in front of my house. Forty eight hours, man! Mm -hmm. Shit, I was eating it all up. I was enjoying it. My wife was having several anxiety attacks. Was she back to back? But I was like, I was having. Now, why was she having anxiety attacks? Because you know, invasion of privacy. They just okay. calling and they kept calling my number, my my family's number, and right. They call my wife's number and. Which is crazy because that makes you, you realize how everybody, it's easy to get people's information. Yeah, I had CNN hit me up. Fox News went, hit, hit me up on Facebook. Uh -huh. <laughs> hit me a Facebook message. But I went outside to take my garbage out. People was out there. And, you know, it was it, it was a surreal situation. But 
Yeah, I was I was enjoying myself. But that's and that's you know what this is this is to I be guess honest. that's why I wanted to bring it up because as tragic as it was as a I'm comic, famous now yeah that's that's the thing as as a comic at that at that point you'd been you'd been grinding away yeah, been, in New York some, since time, since ninety nine and so twenty you know fourteen fifteen years later to get even a small taste of Oops. of the spotlight, spotlight where everybody and their mother. Is Mr. Sand, Mr. Sand, how, right, right, how, right. how are you? We, we really want to just hear your side of things. Right, right. I can see how, how intoxicating yeah. that could be. And were, were, your, uh, were your handlers, because it, that's even weird to say your handlers. At that point, you didn't have hand, like lawyer. No, I didn't have a lawyer at the time. Right. But, but everyone, I've had people, I had people, I had people tell me what I should do, but I did what the fuck I wanted to do. Okay, so, okay, yeah. okay. Which which is ultimately what you got to do because I, mean, I gave one interview. I gave one interview. I didn't give no more interviews. I gave one interview and I didn't um, uh, throw nobody under the bus. I didn't mm-hmm. throw myself under the bus, and I okay. still got the maximum amount of uh, settlement that I possibly could get. Okay, so. okay. And 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 the the settlement that you got from from the marts of wall, you're you're very comfortable. Um, you're happy with because yeah, you absolutely. have you have new glasses on and a, a new pair of sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and even better than that, Harris been picking up checks, son. Picking up. Checks. That's which which I I ain't going front like the first couple times you did it. You know I was. <laughs> it sounds weird, but I was happy. Because I'm like, you know, something as true, you know, look, man, none of us are like, it's, it's sad that this dude, Uncle Jimmy, you know, is a friend of all of ours. And, and it was, you know, uh, remember that song, Renee? We just heard the Lost Boys, uh, Renee. It was on, um, there was a remix. I remember, and I think Rich Pierre-Louis, uh, who's on the on, on tour with uh, Tracy as well, he's, you know, last year. Um, anytime I hear the Lost Boys, I think of Uncle Jimmy because he had a right, joke. Right, right, right. He had his joke about right. about the Lost Lost Boys song. Renee, I was on the Van Wick. I was going Van Quick. And uh, can you tell us? Can you tell us the story about you know this is out out of respect for uh, Uncle Jimmy? Tell, can you tell them the story about when when Jimmy was on stage and Tracy wanted him to do extra oh, time? Oh, Jimmy, <clears throat> Jimmy. <clears throat> And get to the venue, and Jimmy didn't know that he was going on. Is so, it a theater or is it a club? I don't know. I think I was. I think there. it was a theater. Yeah, but whatever it was, fuck. It was a big ass venue because you know Tracy has a lot of people. So uh, Tracy said, "Yo, Jimmy, you going on?" He said, "I'm going on." So then Jimmy went in the corner and started, you know, lip lip licking his <laughs> like material, miming his material, miming his material like he's on stage, which is already you know <laughs> not a good sign. Right. So then he goes on stage. He commences bombing. <laughs> and uh, so Artie, the MC's like, yo, Trey, uh, yo, Jimmy's out there bombing. And he's like, you want me to get him off? And Trey's like, no, no, no. I want to see a good bomb. You want to see a good bomb? And then he said, uh, he said, so Artie, Tracy stuck his head out the curtain go, yo, Jim, Jimmy, yo, keep keep it, keep it up. Uh, stretch it stay out. Stay out there. Go stretch it out. He said, Jimmy turned around and said, okay, they said I should stay out here. <laughs> This is so funny. Man. Oh, shoot, because you know what? Because comics, we ain't worth a damn. Comics love watching other comics bomb. Because yeah. we've all had it. We've all... Ain't a, anytime, you know what? That actually bugs me. Anytime I hear a comic say, Shh, me, me, I ain't never bombed. I'm like, well, you stink, then. Yeah, you bomb. a hack. Yeah. You know, Richard Pryor bomb. You, you want to you see the greatest, one of the greatest recorded bombs in history? Watch Richard Pryor live and smoke it. Yeah. Because you, you have to bomb to create... To create something, right. you can't like to create something good. You know what I mean? Like, no good, no good uh, bit will, will start it out like funny because you you, you have to make it. Got to work it out. Yeah, you work it out. You go to the gym. You work out to get get yeah. bigger. Get, get your get your muscle game up. I I ain't gonna keep keep you too much longer because I know we got to get this nap in uh, separately. You know, pause. We we both yeah, like man. getting our pre show ritual. Yeah, but ritual. Um, I gotta jerk off too. Okay, Harris has to uh, get a nice session of uh, masturbatory. You know, when uh, you're in a hotel by yourself on the road, man, those are the best sessions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the lotion. I like. I I, I set I set my shit up. You, see? you got the baby I baby got, oil right I near got the, the phone. Lotion next to the to to the, to the bed. Uh huh. I have my little little little, little laptop. Uh-huh. Right there, queued up. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you have your scene ready. You yeah. have the site ready. I have the site to go. Ready. Yeah. What what uh, what kind of what kind of smut you go uh, watching well, I lately? It, I put in hot blondes farting in your face. <laughs> um, what? 
That's a pretty good one. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you something. The funniest thing this weekend. I don't weekend, even watch regular porn anymore. Yeah, he's he's graduated. The funniest thing this weekend was watching Big Phil, the manager of the improv. Every time Harris would mention uh some of his uh his his predilections. Uh, his, his, yeah, his predilections. Phil, <laughs> the, but the Phil. night when he had his one facial expression, where he was looking like, wait, he's like, where's, where's the joke? And then we both were looking like, oh no, he's 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 serious. And he still, he said to me at least five times this weekend, yo, is it, it, so you, you, this don't shock you anymore? I'm like, nah, man, that's that's my man, you know, this, this, that's what he does. I ain't, I ain't tripping on it, you know, don't don't affect me. Big, uh, big up to the strippers in Denver. <laughs> Y'all held me down. They held, they held Harris down some thoroughly. So what, did, you're, you're, you're back on the road, um, both headlining and, and I appreciate you coming out um, on the road with me. Um, I was curious, like especially with someone like you, we've spoken about this before. But what do you what do you want out of this business? Like what what's what's your I won't even say end game, um, but what would because now you're 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 comfortable financially because of you know the right, the right. situation, but what do you foresee for yourself? Like in in, in I don't well, even like saying the five year right. plan, but just right. what. What would make you keep? What what would get you to a point of artistic and and uh, professional happiness and keep you happy for a good year or two? You know what I mean? Well, we talked about this before. With with, with valid like with, with with confidence comes uh, well success. You get you get confidence, right? Right, like, right. The more success you have, the more confident you are in your right. ability. That's why I can see all the, like a lot of the. Some of these, I ain't calling names, but some of the you know younger comics come up, mm-hmm. and they're not as good as me as a comedian. Mm-hmm. But when they get a little bit of success, it makes them a better comedian because, because they're, yeah. it, 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 you know, someone believes in your 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 work. So right. um, I haven't quite gotten to that point in my career. So I, I'm still totally believing in myself. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I want to eventually, you know, do TV and film. Um, veg, my big dream is to do film someday. And, okay. Uh, and I definitely want to put out, you know. My first hour special. I'm trying to decide if it's going to be a CD or a DVD, and I have some people helping me do that. So, okay, um, that's good. Um, I want to put out some work out there on iTunes so everybody mm-hmm. can download it and hear it, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and continue to prosper as a comedian and perform and work on the road and do TV spots and you know. So you have it. So that actually I want to I want to do TV and film so more people can come, like Chris Rock said, so more right. people can come out so I can do a theater. Or I can sell out the improv right. around the country and just, you know. So you also you you want to act as well? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely okay, absolutely. okay, yeah, because I've never put that. I wanted to hear right. you say you and and so now you foresee yourself. Like I know you just got new headshots, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. um, that that look real good. Probably gonna take some acting classes. Here that's good. Time. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, because that's I think that's where stand ups uh, specifically we do sometimes drop the ball where. We don't realize, you know, we got to compete. I mean, I've took acting classes before, right. so uh, I'll probably be taking some more again. Because it doesn't hurt. It doesn't yeah, hurt absolutely. to take them, and it can only enhance what you already have. I think, right, I, right. Think, I think stand-ups have the ability, some stand-ups have the ability to uh, become great, great actors, a la mm-hmm. Robin Williams. Even Mike Epps. I think people don't realize how talented of an actor uh, Mike Epps is. I always refer to this one man show he did back in the late '90s that I hope he one day returns to, and I'm looking forward to seeing him play uh, play Pryor in this biopic, and hopefully I'm playing uh, Bill Cosby. That's that's the goal. Right. Um, but I think in order to compete with actors that have you know trained and gone to these these uh, repertory schools or you know trained at Juilliard, you know. We 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 have the ability to go in a room and win a room with cast and directors and producers because we're used to going in front of any number of scary audiences. So charming the room is not the problem, but delivering right. and, and delivering something that's so uh, so memorable in comparison to other actors that came through. That's where standups need to step their game up. And so I, I never have a problem with. It. I I always uh, yeah. encourage people. Taking some sort of a class yeah, to, to, to help it, to help it, but, but uh, first and foremost, uh, I'm uh, I'm a stand up. Well, I'm not even an actor until I'm I'm not like I'm not gonna, like I don't even, I'm like if I got a card, I wouldn't put stand up comedian actor slash actor slash, actor, slash, actor, slash, slash not, writer slash, slash producer all that <laughs> right. Um, 
you're not a writer or actor until you had a job. Right, so, right. I mean, I that's like just that. the way I look at I like, it. I like how you put but, that. You're not yeah. a writer or an actor until you have shit, a job. Because we all write. Right, right, right. Shit. right. I, I got to call her names up to this girl. She, she got on, uh, she, 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 she has a Facebook page as a public figure. I'm like, why? Because you go... Cause you go out in public, you're not in public. Nobody knows who you are. <laughs> but that goes back to the social. We live in a social media era where public if you figure. if you if you declare it, I'm from the old school yeah. man where you gotta earn it, man. Exactly. I mean, I play sports. You gotta go out there and earn what you you get. Right. What you want. You know. You don't, you. I don't expect nobody to give it to me. And we're hard to keep it. Social media give it to right. me. Right. I I expect to earn it with hard work and dedication. Right. Big ups to TMT. Right. <laughs> right, the money team. The money team. The money team. Because ultimately, look, man, Mayweather, you know, say what you want about Floyd Mayweather. Why, does, why do you have to defend winning? Huh? Right, right. <laughs> Is Floyd what? Is Floyd right? Yes, he's all of that. Hard work. a bag of chips. He never lost. Hard work, and, and dedication. all of those fights were convincingly lo- convincing losses. Right, right. And, and, and yeah, hey, man, Floyd Mayweather beat the odds and... and Harris, you're still here with us, man, and you guys beat the odds. I'm glad you're out here on the road, road dogging, and I look forward to that that comedy special and the TV and film. And, that's, that's, and hopefully and, that's coming in 2016. Not hopefully, it's coming in 2016 because it's, it's already in the works. And salute to the purists, you know. I'm, I, I appreciate people that. And are, I can't that ride up under Tracy Morgan and and and, uh, and, um, and uh, Patrice O'Neill. You know, without without going hard, because they ain't gonna let you do right, that right. shit. Well, and and neither is Dean Edwards. Just so, <laughs> you know, hub. <laughs> right. They ain't, you know, they ain't gonna let yeah. you. They ain't, they ain't gonna let you. Yeah, let you slide a, one little bit. Like I still would. Like I think probably if we we've, we've done now uh, five shows this weekend, I probably watched almost. I think I think I've watched every one of your sets. Um, but then, like, stepped in the back right before I went right, on. Right, right. But I like, I, hey, man, I brings you. You, you want somebody that's gonna push you, you know. And so I respect every comic, whether it's is is uh, myself or, or, or Billy, any comic that has no problem having a comic go on before them that's gonna light that fire, because to me, that's gonna make you work harder. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't want somebody that's just gonna just gonna do the job because then that then I might get lazy because because you're setting the bar high enough that's gonna make me say, all right, you know, I can't I can't rest, I can't get comfortable and rest on my laurels. I gotta step my game up. You know what? Last lastly, give me give me one of the what what you would consider. What's a detriment of being on the road? Detriment? Yeah. Like what's what's probably something? Be, probably being away from your kids and stuff like okay, that. Okay. You know? Okay. Being away from family in general. Yeah, family mm-hmm. and all that. Um, uh, I don't know. It, it gets me uh, uh, irregular too. Shit. What? Say again. Say again. Irregularity. Really? Your bowels. Oh, the road. Yeah. Is, is that based on? Uh, nah, I'm regular. I, I stay oh, pretty oh, much. Nah. I, well, you know, but I also this is a sign that you're getting older. I also now, uh, I think I started doing this. I realized. Well, first time I went to South Africa, and I've said I know I've said this also on here. Also, drinking smoke. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Contaminated. Right. <laughs> um, first time I went to South Africa, I realized I thought I I thought I had a bug. I thought I had like eaten something that had that wasn't clean. In Africa. Yeah, in in Johannesburg, and uh, no, <laughs> Harris just started moving away from me. But what what, what I found out was the food. No, I don't have Ebola. The food AIDS. was so good. No, no, there's no AIDS. The food was was so pure, so good in uh, in South Africa that my body wasn't used to it. Oh, That's right. how, like, we, we because we have so much crap in our foods here in the states that it takes longer to break down and digest it properly. Yeah, right. Whereas in South Africa, it was it was pure, so it was going right through me. So now when I'm on the road, like I'll grab like I'm at the breakfast buffet, I'll grab a little. Uh, Activia, because I know that's gonna like clear yeah, I need, my system. I need to start doing stuff like that, cause uh, you know I'll be having yeah, just in case whatever you know. And what what would you say? Uh, you know that was a detriment. Always end on the positive. What's uh what's a benefit of touring? What's a, give me a perk um, of touring that you, look, you like? I look at like a little vacation. Road. You know. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's, you're still working, but I like the solitude of my. I do too. You know. Yeah. Having your own space. Yeah, having your able... own space. I can walk around butt naked uh-huh. with my dick in my hand right. and a cigarette uh-huh. or a drink or whatever. Right. Just sit there and pour it all over my body. It's right. <laughs> you sound like we were prior about to burn. <laughs> you got a cigarette in one hand, <laughs> cock in the other. 
and yeah. liquor in the third hand. Yeah, and probably on the phone with a prostitute trying That's to get hilarious. her to come over. This is the best. Hey, man. Hey, Harris, man. I appreciate you coming. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Harris Stanton, and I'm on Facebook. Um, Harris Stanton. Harris Stanton. Soon I'll be on Instagram, man. You know He's been fighting it. But you know what's funny? I always, when I put your name on, I put hashtag Harris Stanton because I'm like, eventually he's going to come over and I'll just go back in the pictures and put the at symbol instead of the right, hashtag. Right, right. Um, hey, man, well, you know what? That's 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 my man, Harris Stanton, 50 grand, man. Uh, always all love. I'm glad, glad you out here doing your things. I, I see big things in the future for, for Harris. They actually can catch, they can watch, like, they can catch you on YouTube. Yeah, I have a bunch of stuff on YouTube. stuff on man. YouTube and also I on, got some interviews that I just recently did that's on YouTube. Okay, Just okay. Google my name, shit pops up. That, that, I do things. And, then, and didn't you tell me that that was, like, after the accident, you wound up with a Wikipedia? Yeah, I got a Wikipedia page. You got you know? a Wikipedia. You know, that means you, you, you know, you can't just get a Wikipedia page. You right, right. be notable enough to right. have one. So. Right, you've done yeah, something. I've done something. And I was able to do that, like, right. when, when I couldn't work, so I I felt like I was doing something. Right, okay, okay. That's called turning the negative into a positive, man. Hey, um, it's your man Dean Edwards. This is Father Market Protocol. Follow me at I am Dean Edwards on all social media. And uh yo, I, I hope for, for everybody that was like um because it had been a couple of weeks since I had a guest on. Uh and, and I hope y'all enjoyed it. Leave a comment, give you know, reach out to Harris, uh, let him know you enjoyed Enjoy this episode and uh, we'll scream at y'all in, in seven. All right? Take it in the face. Take it in the face. All, right, <laughs> All love, two fingers, Dean. That was easy.